A lot of questions came in on our community page, and we're going to answer them now on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, we start things off with AEW and the Owen Hart tournament, which starts this week. They announced that they're going to have a joker on both the men and women's brackets. So we got the question, who will be the jokers in the Owen Hart tournament? Okay, you want to start with the men or you want to start with the women's? We'll start with the men. We'll start with the men. Okay. Two names come to mind. I'm just going to feed into it because naturally this is just the state of pro wrestling. People want the big uh, the big surprise. They want the pomp and circumstance, the big pop. I will go with either Johnny Gargano or I'm going to go with Cesaro. Okay. I think, honestly, it's not going to be a debuting wrestler. I think it's going to be a returning wrestler or someone that's already on the roster and I've actually seen a couple people throw out some names that are interesting. I saw someone throw out Sting. I've seen Mark Henry yeah. get thrown out. And those are, you know, wouldn't be bad picks either. Because the, the Joker is facing Samoa Joe. And I don't see Samoa Joe losing the match. You, you don't want to have a debuting wrestler lose to Samoa Joe. Even, I mean, I, I think that would not be a great way. Even if it is Cesaro or Johnny Gargano where... I mean, you're losing to Samoa Joe. That's not bad, but it's still not a good first impression. So Sting and Mark Henry can put them, put him over and don't really lose anything given their age and they're not full-time wrestlers or whatnot. But here's what I think. I think the returning wrestler actually will be Miro. And he hasn't been there in forever. So he hasn't been there. I know he's, he's, He's uh, filming a TV show, I think is why he's gone uh, right now. But also he had the neck injuries and stuff like that. So, uh, but I think he's going to be due for a return. And I wouldn't be surprised if Wednesday is that return. And I also wouldn't be surprised, like I just said, Samoa Joe's probably going over. But if the Joker happens to win this match, I think Miro beats him, eventually loses. But then he goes after the Ring of Honor World Television title. You know, any maybe, chance it's maybe, Kurt Angle? Uh, has anyone even thrown that name out? Nobody's thrown that name out there, but at the same time, he did say that AEW made him an offer in the past, and it just was something he wasn't interested in at the time. So, a one-off mm -hmm. match with Samoa Joe, considering their history from TNA, just something to ponder. If it was in Pittsburgh, maybe, but I, I think they're well. They're going to be in Long Island, so Pittsburgh's not too far away from Long Island, but still. I, I don't see it. I don't see Kurt Angle. Although, if it is Kurt Angle, I'd be one shocked and pop out of my seat because Kurt Angle is yeah. my number two favorite wrestler of all time. Only behind the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. But for the women, honestly, I think this one's a little harder to decide. I don't know if they go with someone on the, on the roster currently. I think this will be a debuting wrestler. And of anyone right now that I think is available... We just got the news that Candice LeRae's contract is done in WWE. So does that mean, mm. I mean, I know she was on maternity leave recently, so I don't know where she is as far as that, but I think it's too early for that. So I'm going with Ember Moon, I think, is the women's joker. That's pretty much where I was leaning towards. It could be somebody that they already have under contract, but I think that they do actually need to debut somebody uh fairly strong i know they've tried to do that and not they haven't really tried to do it they did do it but they just didn't necessarily follow up really strongly with you mm -hmm. know those people so i think ember moon's a good choice 
Next question comes in. Uh, which AEW talents would benefit most working in New Japan Pro Wrestling as part of a talent exchange? I went with one men's singles wrestler, and I went with a tag team for this. Now, the men's singles wrestler, I went with Keith Lee. I think okay. Keith Lee would benefit greatly in New Japan Pro Wrestling for that strong style. Like, he's too much finesse and not enough grit. I think he'd get the grit in New Japan Pro Wrestling. The tag team, this one was tough for me to decide because the question is which tag team is going to get the reps in new Japan pro wrestling. Like there's so many tag teams in AEW and for the most part, they do get their fair share of reps, but what I'd like to see get more reps would be top flight. And I understand Darius Martin just got in a terrible car accident. It's going to be out oh. six to nine months. Tough luck for this kid. He can't stay healthy. Like whether it's in the ring or out of the ring, but if he was healthy, and I were to get a, put a tag team in New Japan, I think top flight, they need the reps. They're still very young. And Dante Martin, I think there's a lot of good junior heavyweights that you could work with too. So even if he just goes as a singles wrestler right now, I think he get a lot of reps in there where right now he might get lost in the fold in AEW. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, good choices, by the way. I am going to go with, uh, believe it or not, I'm going with Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara, to me, mm -hmm. is a young talent that has a lot of upside and a lot of potential. But right now, I think he really, really relies on some of the crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And he's going to get himself hurt. I think he needs oh, to go. Did. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could get himself seriously hurt worse than he's already hurt himself. He doesn't need to do that type of stuff. He doesn't need to work like that. It's one thing to pick and choose your spots. It's another thing to just do it for the sake of getting a reaction out of the fans who, mind you, they're booing you anyway. So why the hell are you doing it to begin with? Go to New Japan, slow it down while still being able to work at a fast pace. Whatever um, Will Ospreay was able to do. That's what yes, I want to see. I was him just going to say that. I was just going to say if he were to go under the tutelage of Will Ospreay, because he had that same reputation Sammy had where he would just do shit to do shit. Yeah. And but if you see since he's built this new character and the empire and stuff like that, he is a completely different wrestler. And I think also the fact that he could disappear for a while, stay off TV and just work whatever New Japan yeah. shows. And if people see him, you know, not everybody in AEW that watches, watches New Japan as well. So I think maybe that time helps the heart grow fonder kind of thing and maybe get this stink of whatever him and Ty Conti relationship is protruding on AEW, I think would really help him too. So when he comes back, they could push him as that baby face that I think they really yep. want him to be in AEW. Yeah. And if um, I was going to pick a tag team really quick, I'd say proud and powerful just because I feel like they should be in the tag team title picture. I don't see any plans for them going into the tag team title picture anytime soon. Why not go over there, get your reps, as you said, and then uh, get a little experience and then see where it goes from there. All right. Before we get to our next question, I do want to thank our sponsors for this show. It is Manscaped. And they are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer to you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SCPB20 at manscaped.com. And if my math is correct, Ralph, that's 8 million balls. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, it is a game changer. I got to tell you, before I was using Manscaped products, I was trying to use my razor that I use 
well, not the same one that I use on my face, but change out the blade so it's down. It's just not a fun experience for that, all right? Not fun at all, but thank God now I have the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. And the 4.0, the Lawnmower 4.0, it's waterproof. It also has this 400K LED spotlight for you to get that more precise shave. You also got the Weed Whacker, Ralph, which I know you're a big fan of for the ears and the nose. That's also waterproof. It provides propriety skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. You also got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner, which will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SCPB20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SCPB20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, Ralph, let's head to the next question here. And this is going to be one that I think is going to cause some controversy in the comment section. Why is it that when WWE releases wrestlers, journalists go hysterical? And I think it goes beyond that. You know, anybody on social media. But when AEW doesn't re-sign wrestlers, it's totally fine. First off, you really have to check what post and what videos and what content you're interacting with. Because when you interact with that, you just get more of that content on whatever social media platform you're on. That's how these algorithms work. So if you're interacting with anti-WWE stuff because you're defending them and don't see the anti-AEW stuff or vice versa, you're really going to see this as a one-sided argument. On the flip side, there is a difference between releasing a wrestler and laying their contract out. At least one, the term of the contract just goes out and it's out the door. Here, WWE, it's like you sign up for five years and then, you know, they're released within two or even less. There certainly is a difference between being released, especially during certain circumstances. Like right now, I think somebody that got released recently, they had just bought a house, all this type of stuff. Kind of leading people on, it sucks. It's never a good thing to be released and for people to lose their job. Now, I don't know if AEW is necessarily held to the same criticism because while they're not releasing them, they are allowing them to their contract to run out and they're not resigning them. And some of those people were with the company at the beginning and it's kind of like, oh, well, you were here at the beginning and, uh, you know, we got some shiny new toys, Brian Danielson, uh, Adam Cole, people like that. We don't have time for you anymore. And you know what? That's the unfortunate side of business. Sometimes you have to make those tough decisions, whether the, you're the WWE or AEW. Um, you probably, if you look hard enough, you're going to see it on both sides. As far as the releases, they suck, but they're not, WWE is not the only sports business that releases people. Right. You know, the NFL releases talent all the time. The NBA releases talent. The MLB, you're designated for assignment. You're not even released. You get one of those euphemisms WWE makes up. You're designated for assignment. And then you have the NHL, which, you know, people get released, but, you know, not at the rate the NFL. Are. And I think that's the other thing, too. Well, how are they? How do they release players at the same rate as WWE? 
Well, one, they have roster limits, so you can't release that many people. WWE signs way too many people, so you're going to have to cut costs somehow. And like, I think where also the, his, the hysteria comes into play is just who gets released? I was shocked when Braun Strowman got released. I was shocked when Bray Wyatt got released. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that was shocked when that happened. You know, there are times where, you know, these releases happen, but then at the same time, Someone requests a release and they don't grant it. You're cutting costs. A guy doesn't want to be here anymore. Why the hell do you want to do that? It makes no sense. You know, I, I think that's part of it too. I think the only real criticism AEW has in this is that if the, it's true that Tony Khan just basically ghosts these people when their yeah. contract <laughs> is running out, that's worse. I think that's worse than when WWE just says, Hey, we're letting you go, budget cuts, 90 days, whatever. That's worse because let's think of it as like a relationship situation. You're dating someone. Wouldn't you rather have someone tell you, listen, it's not working. You know, let's go our separate ways versus them ghosting you and not hearing them and you're texting them 50 times or calling them a thousand times and you get no response. I, I don't know about you, but that would drive me freaking crazy if you don't answer me. Uh, but, isn't that a rumor at this point with Tony Khan or it's not confirmed, but it's been, no, it's not. That's why I said, if it's right. That's why I said, if it's true, right. If it's not true, then obviously that's, you know, Different you know, story. just rumor and innuendo. But if it's true that, yeah, I believe Joey, Joey Janelle was the one that said that he hasn't heard from Tony Khan in like months mm. and then his contract just expired. So if that's true, shame on him. But, right. Exactly. And the whole, I, I know a lot of people say, oh, they're releasing them and then holding them hostage for 90 days. Think getting about paid. this. You're getting paid for 90 days to look for your next job. I, if I was let go from a company, I'd rather get paid. You know, there, there's severances and stuff, but that's not guaranteed severance packages. I'd rather get a severance package if I'm getting laid off than, okay, you're fired. Good luck with your next job. I, I think a lot of people miss that when it comes to the 90 day no compete clause or 30 day, whatever it is. I think that's part of the hysteria too, that I think is, you know, a little bit off with the IWC. There's always going to be narratives. Right. I agree. So uh, let's make it a little fun one to close out this Q and a here from our fans. Uh, this one is if you were starting a promotion, who would be your five main eventers, five mid carters and five women you would start the promotion to build around. Uh, I'll pick Roman, Walter, MJF. Now, so so you're counting MJF as a main eventer, because I have him as one of my mid carters. Right? What are we picking? Five and five. So five main eventers, five mid carters, and then five women. Oh, good lord, good lord. Well, they could do a whole episode on this. No. Five main eventers. Uh, all right. So five main eventers. I'll say Drew McIntyre, Roman. I'll say Moxley. I'll say Punk and Cody Rhodes. Okay, so my five main eventers I would have as Roman, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Kazuchika Okada. My five mid-carders, I would have MJF, The Miz, Austin Theory, Wardlow, and mm -hmm. Juice Robinson. Especially now when he switched to the Bullet Club. I'm interested to see how that turns out. Juice as Bullet Club. I like your four. I'll just swap your uh, Juice and I'll take Jay White. Okay, okay. Well... Would you say he's he's a main he's a main eventer in New they Japan? They all go up and down. They all go up right. and down. So yeah. that's that's kind of hard for like you know I say MJF is a mid carder, but he really can be main event. 
you know, yeah. it, it, this is kind of a hard question, but it's fun to play nonetheless. The women, I think, is probably the easiest to build around. You pick the four horse women, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey, and then you take yep. your pick of either Bianca, Britt Baker, or Jade Cardgill. I'll take Britt Baker. See, see, I, I mean, I feel like Bianca's there, but then I also have the future with Jade as well, especially because if I'm having Jade in my promotion, she's getting the, the Goldberg push. And she's going to be on every week and she's squashing everybody. I don't care how bad you guys want 20 minute long matches. I'm going to use effective television with two minutes of Jade Cargill just running through everybody until someone worthy enough can beat her. Just like Goldberg. And I'm not going to use a cattle mm. prog or whatever to beat Jade Cargill like they beat Goldberg. So I, I think I'd go Jade. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll go through mine quick. I already said uh, Britt Baker. She's definitely in one of mine. Britt Bianca Belair, for sure. Sasha. Uh, Bailey. Uh, Gigi Dolan. <laughs> really? Going with Gigi Dolan, huh? Yeah, why yeah. not? Probably because uh, you probably were in that two-hour class to find out how women could be more sexy in television, right? As Ember Moon said, oh, I guess so. that's what it was. But it, I, I'd love to see your, your promotions built out in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psychobabble. Babble.